Hello friends, welcome to the Beta of Cook podcast. I'm Carmel, your host, and I'm here with a mini bonus episode, as promised, on Parashat Shlach. This shorter idea that I'm going to share is based on a Devar Torah by Rav Avraham Taitz, who I happen to have the schut or the honor of working with here at Beta of Cook. If you listen to our main episode for Parashat Shlach, then you'll already have listened to some more complex and in-depth ideas about Chetim Araglim, the value of Eretz Yisrael, and the importance of making Aliyah. However, every year we tend to forget that this parasha contains more than the episode with the Miraglim. In fact, I rarely ever hear the halachot at the end of the parasha discussed when we get to Shlach. And so I want to give them a moment in the spotlight, as it were, and share something we can think about, particularly in relation to the halacha of Tzitzit. And as it happens, we're all, I hope, intimately familiar with these pesukim, given the fact that they also constitute the third paragraph of the Shema, which we say every day, beginning, And I want to draw our attention in particular to one Pasuk. This is Pasuk Lamed Tet, or 39, of chapter Tet Vav, 15, in Sefer Bamidbar, which contains the famous phrase, And you will look at it, the tassels of your tzitzit, and you'll remember all of Hashem's commandments. Now Rashi says here, and this is interesting, says that you're going to remember that there are 613 mitzvot because the gematria, which means when you add up all of the numerical values of the letters, so the gematria of the word tzitzit is 600 and there are eight threads in your tzitzit and there are five knots, which brings you to the number 613 and thus you will remember all of Hashem's mitzvot when you look at your tzitzit. But I want to share another way that we can interpret this phrase. Rav Kook writes in Enaya on Masachet Shabbat, in his commentary of the Agadot of the Gemara, which I explained in depth what that meant in the longer episode for this week, Rav Cook writes that one of the fundamentals of the ways to instill a deep love of Torah and its holiness and wonder in the hearts of children, particularly sons, must grow from the fact that the parents, particularly the father, boast and glorify God through their observance of mitzvot. So we're going to get into a little bit of parenting over here, but also an idea that we would all do good to remember if we want to live as proud Jews and we want to instill the love of Torah in ourselves and in others. This is why the threads of the tzitzit should be visible not just to the wearer, but to all that pass him by. His love of Torah should be evident and on show to all. Rav Cook writes, to proudly wave the banner of Torah and its mitzvot for all to see is how we prove the greatness and inner preciousness of our hearts. A lot of times what tends to drive somebody away from Torah and to neglect its mitzvot is what they see in their home growing up. Kids become ashamed and disillusioned with their connection to Torah and mitzvot despite them perhaps observing it privately or out of respect for their parents. Now, I'm sure that this is a phenomenon we are all familiar with. In London, actually, we call this, I believe, being a frabble, a from rabble, which refers to kids who have grown up in observant households full of mitzvot, yet become disillusioned with the practice and go what we call off the derech, that is to say, off of a certain path, because they don't necessarily feel connected to Torah and to mitzvot, and so don't necessarily continue the tradition of the parents. And so, with regards to this phenomenon, the Rav continues and writes, This visible slack brings about a general disillusionment, which eventually reveals itself in a complete fundamental corruption of action. Rav Taitz writes that this waving of the banner of Torah takes place in two different capacities. One is the inner expression in the house, which we might symbolize through the mezuzah, 
one shouldn't be afraid to openly express their love of Torah in their house, even when people come who may not agree or even insult their approach. And the mezuzah at all times should be up there on the entrance of the house with the door open and waiting to receive visitors. Second is this outer expression of Torah. When you're out walking in public and being open about Torah and mitzvot and its holiness and the fact that you're a proud Jew, your tzitzit should be out for all to see. Rav Kook concludes that we are all obligated in these mitzvot, that we all have our mezuzah mitzvot and our tzitzit mitzvot. Our mezuzah mitzvot being our internal expression of Torah in our own homes, even when there isn't anyone around to see it, but importantly for ourselves and for our families to remind ourselves of the splendor of reveling in Torah and all its mitzvot. And the tzitzit, even the word tzitzit reminds us of dvarim tzitzim, things that pop and stand out on top of your clothing. They are in this week's parasha because he who has his tzitzit out and visible appears to all to be connected to the sanctity of mitzvot, not only an idea, but indeed. I hope that we can all work on building our own internal connections to Torah and mitzvot, that those connections are strong and proud, and that we are able to pass them on securely to all future generations. Thank you all so much for listening, and I wish you all a fantastic week.